Oh, wait, I meant to do that while this audio was recording. All right, let's try okay. that. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. Three, two, one. Perfect. All right. All right, we're going to start again. Maybe we won't have as passionate an argue, uh, argument about Chelsea. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> What's up, guys, and welcome back to the It's Called Football channel. My name is Otis. My name is Jose, and I wish you guys had seen the uh, passionate debates we had about Chelsea, Arsenal, the future of football in general. Um, however, someone did not... Uh, I don't even know how to explain it. I, uh, I, uh, I had multiple products from the Adobe Cloud running at the same time we were running the software we used to record audio. He and made serious and continues... Lapses in his judgment. Right, Logan Paul? Anyways, um, <laughs> basically, uh, you guys should just tune back in in like a year when we figure out what we're doing. No, and we're gonna tune have in next week. Banging podcast. <laughs> next week. <laughs> now, we're going to make this one pretty quick. Uh, we did take a week off for Thanksgiving. Obviously, we had family over and uh, we just wanted to be with them and spend yeah. a little time away from each other. But now we're back and we're going to be talking about some big news that have happened in the time we were gone as well as weekend predictions for the big matches. We're going to start with Chelsea's transfer ban. It has been lifted uh, and they'll be able to buy players in January. They're going to have supposedly 150 million euros to spend in January and how much in the summer? Uh, reports are saying 350 million. That's a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I'm not sure if that $350 million is including the January or if it's separate. I would assume that it's combined. Yeah. 150 I mean, now, 200 in summer. Chelsea have money. Don't get me wrong. But that's a lot of money to spend in one window. Yeah. So. Now, we talked off camera uh, about what this means for the youth. I don't think we should focus on that too much because we should probably save that for another time. Yeah. But where does this leave Chelsea? What spaces do they have to improve in? If you could pick three players, or to make it more simple, three positions for them to buy for in January, what would they be? Left back, 100%. Left back, maybe right wing, and a, honestly, a striker. All right. Um, I disagree slightly. Central defender. For January, they won't need a winger, in my opinion. And I think William and Pedro can get the job done on the right side, as well as hudson Adoy. But I think a central defender, a midfielder, more in the attacking sense, uh, and a striker. Or, I'm sorry, and think, a left-back. Left <laughs> but in, in terms of the attacking midfielder, uh, do you not think that maybe the likes of Christian Pulisic, who is on form, can play somewhere centrally as a 10. Um, I know that there were room, or Frank talked about playing him uh, as a striker, but uh, I don't necessarily see that happening. So do you, I think that, I mean, we know that Pulisic can play on the wing and he can also play in midfield. Um, so I, I'm not sure if they necessarily need an, a midfielder more in an attacking sense, especially with Mount, Mason Mount, Ruben Loftus-Cheek is coming back. Yeah. You know, um, the thing Kovacic is, does a decent job. Yeah, he does. No, it's a very good midfield. However, um, I think they need to start thinking about the future. I don't think N'Golo Kante is going to be there for too much longer. Uh, he's entering his prime now, and every team knows about him. He's yeah. the worst-kept secret in the world. He's he the go? best midfielder ever. I'm so, whoa, 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 whoa. I didn't. All right. 
You heard it here first. No, 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 no. Kante, <laughs> best midfielder ever. <laughs> I didn't. That slipped off. Yeah. I didn't mean that. So I, I guess just throw, just throw hey, rude hey, hullet out the window. Hey, fam, we're moving on. I was trying to. I was trying to plug your FIFA series. Oh yeah, check out the other videos we have on <laughs> our YouTube channel. We're diversifying ourselves. Lots of important stuff coming on. Make sure to leave a like. Make sure to leave a comment. Subscribe if you're new. Now. um... Yeah, uh, he's not the greatest midfielder ever. However, uh, I think Real Madrid. Well, they've got Casemiro. They've got Casemiro, yeah, and I think they need to liven things up a little bit there. I think Barcelona would be in more need than Barcelona. Busquets. Busquets is moving leaving. on. Now, now, Frankie De Jong can definitely play that Busquets esque role. Definitely, a hundred percent. Is that where he's best at? I don't. We don't know where he's best at. He's so versatile. Exactly. I don't know where Frankie De Jong is best at. What about PSG? They've got if, Gana if, Gay. Oh no, um, no, no! I don't like it. He's too good for PSG. <laughs> no. Nope. What about Juventus? I don't want to see a black man go to Italy. Bayern. What about Bayern? They've got Javi Martinez, but specifically with Juve and Bayern, are those two players we mentioned? I'm sorry, um, Javi Martinez and. You could argue Rabiot, or I'm sorry, Matuidi in Juventus' case. Are those two players really either good enough or in Matuidi's case more? Yeah. Is he too old? You know, Mat- it, let's a big be problem with Juventus has been their age, and they're going to need to move on Matuidi at some Ooh, point. They're going to they're gonna need to move on a lot of players. Matuidi, Kadira, all those guys got to go. Yeah. Conte could be the solution. And. The more a you lot say of these it, teams have money to spend. The more you say it, the more I like it. But I also don't want to see him go to Italy. Oh, no. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Anyways. <laughs> moving on. They have a lot of money to spend. They're going to keep improving. Uh, they shouldn't have to rely on their youngsters as much as they are. We understand why, but right. it's interesting to see what they're going to do. Uh, moving on. Yeah, Brendan Rodgers. Brendan Rodgers signed a new deal with Leicester until 2025, even though he was heavily, heavily linked to the Arsenal job. Arsenal? Or not Arsenal. Leicester are smart. They tied their guy up. If he does leave in the summer, which I think is going to happen, he's going to leave for more money. You know? I don't see it. I think this is a statement of intent from Leicester, personally. That's how I view this. I view this as a statement of intent from Leicester because, I mean... If 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 they if Lester wanted a big club to come and pay twenty five million to come get him, they could do that with the current contract he was on. He had a release clause, of what is reported to be like twenty million. And this one's going to be more. Sure, but who's actually going to pay that? That that's I think this. We've is seen a, Arsenal's think, board make stupid decisions. I think before. yeah, but stupid decisions not based around money, or not based around not based on spending a lot of money. Thirty five mil for Mustafi. Okay, that was. Is that a lot of money in today's market? For Mustafi? <laughs> when you got him, you didn't know that he was going to make all... Hindsight is twenty twenty, my friend. Um, so sticking with Arsenal, but moving away from Leicester. Um, Unai Emery's been sacked, yet Arsenal's form has not picked up. And I've noticed that on Twitter and uh, on AFTV that a lot of the fans, Arsenal fans, are not blaming Freddie... Jungberg at all, which I think is fair. He shouldn't be blamed. Um, there's a lot going on in that club. It's yep. it reeks of stagnation and toxicity, and a lot of that. It all stems from the board. The manager was not the right manager. First of all, uh, bless his soul, Emily 
Emily. <laughs> Emery did his best, but he just was not the right guy. Um, but his management decisions, his style of football that he brought, approved by the board, has just made an already toxic fan base even more toxic. And part of that was the leftovers from the Vinger years. He, he didn't end in glory. We all know that. But I don't even know what to say here. It's a mess. Players don't want to be there. Managers can't stay there. Freddie Jungberg is not going to be able to fix this, even if he had an entire year to do it. He just does not have the experience required. They need a strong personality in there. And who are they going to bring that is also going to bring the style of play that Arsenal is known for and that makes the fans happy? You know, Simeone is an amazing manager. Would he succeed at Arsenal? Maybe. Maybe. He wouldn't necessarily be a fan favorite, but you get results. And results matter. Results are huge in a fan base's happiness. But is a maybe good enough? For Arsenal right now? Especially with an unrealistic expectation like Simeone. Allegri's not coming in the summer. Eric Ten Hag, my personal pick, is not So who realistic, realistically, who do you think Arsenal will get? Eddie Howe. He's the right mix of everything. You know, Patrick Vieira, I don't think is a guy. Mikel Arteta is unproven. And while the board likes Arteta and a lot of fans would like Arteta, it's a risk. A massive risk. And clubs need to take risks, but they need to be calculated. Emery was a calculated risk. It went wrong. It very, went very wrong. Very wrong. However, you can see where they were going. They wanted a short-term manager until they could appoint the guy that they really wanted. Now they bone themselves to the point where they have to pick a guy that's going to make a change. If you get someone like Eddie Howe, he'll play attacking football. He's a British guy. He understands the league. He commands respects of his t- <laughs> respect of his team. You see in Bournemouth, they'll bust a gut in the 90th minute for Eddie Howe, yeah, for sh- those fans. Shout out Bournemouth. That's a culture that Eddie Howe's built. And if you're talking about realistic options, that's not only a safe play, but a sa- safe play with a lot of potential to grow. All right, that's, I mean, Ted Hogg, please come to Arsenal. He's not. It's not going to happen. Stay at IX, please. Um, so, Man United. They've apparently made a move for Leonardo. Leon, not Leonardo. Leandro yeah, Perez. Yeah. Yes. Paredes. You say his name. Say the Argentinian guy from PSG. Yeah, him. Uh, <laughs> apparently, they've made a move for him in January, or trying to make a move for him in January. Um, I think that one. United could probably do with a midfielder, seeing as Pogba is really trying to push his way out. I think that's their priority. Even with Pogba, players like Fred, um, Pereira, just not quite cutting it. And McTominay's good. I think he has a future at United. But he's not going to be able to take on these roles that the midfield requires. And uh, while that defense is getting sorted, I think Harry Maguire and Lindelof are both you know, long-term options. They're both great. Relatively. The midfield is just so disjointed. There's no consistency there. Yeah. At least with Arsenal, we know they're consistently shit. That's, that's a fair point. Yeah. That's a fair point. Um, I'm not sure if he'll actually leave PSG to go to Man United. Possibility, depending on how much money they're willing to pay him. I don't think he'd be too expensive. Um, as far as how he's done at PSG, he's done fine. I just think he, he's kind of expendable. He's a, he's He's average. Or at least in my, in my opinion, he's average. 
Uh, moving on to an average team trying to get a not so average player. Spurs <laughs> have had a Spurs have had a offer, uh, or they offered um, Ajax. I don't know what I'm saying. I'm all caught <laughs> caught around. Spurs offered Ajax. Spurs <laughs> <laughs> tried right. to get Van de Beek yes. from Ajax. Yes, we're moving there on. <laughs> there, he said no. <laughs> That's the end of the story. <laughs> we're good at this. <laughs> what? <laughs> no, no, we're gonna leave it there. That's over. That is done. Out of sight, out of okay. mind. Moving Next. <laughs> on. We're gonna move to America. Uh, Charlotte are set to become the shout 30th. out me in two thousand three. Huh? Move to America. Oh. Charlotte are, set to, Charlotte are set to be the 30th franchise to enter the MLS. American football is expanding, it's growing, and I am happy. Do you have anything to say? So, so we're going to go ahead and make predictions for this weekend. Um, unless we add more news. No. Uh, okay. uh, Vieira was tipped for Inter-Miami, but I don't know if that's actually going to happen. Yeah, let's go ahead and make weekend predictions. Uh, so our first game of the weekend is Gladbach, who's sitting in first place in the Bundesliga, versus Bayern, who is trying to get to first place, um, quite obviously. They're sitting in fourth right now. Uh, yeah. Personally, I think Bayern are going to win this one uh, 3-1. That's just me. Don't let the me wearing a Bayern kit fool you. I'm not necessarily a Bayern fan. I just like football kits. Go ahead. I've also got Byron winning this 2-1. Uh, Gladbach have done amazing to get to where they are. And uh, Marco Rose is a hot prospect as far as managing goes. Um, I know Arsenal's been linked with him. But simply put, he's not leaving when he's got something like this going on with Gladbach. Right. You know, especially if they could if they could beat Byron here. And really secure top spot. The way is paved yeah. to win the Bundesliga. Which we all know Byron wins every single year. It would be wild. I'd I mean, love to see it. We would have to go over there for the parties. We wouldn't make it back. Who's paying? <laughs> um, next up, we've got the Manchester Derby. We've got Man City versus Man United. I'm going uh, for my boys to do it, to pull it off 4-1 to City. I've got a 2-1 to City. Um, I'm trying to be as impartial as I can. Uh, I think it's going to be one of those games that... City absolutely dominate the ball, dominate possession, all that stuff. But especially in a derby, you can never count out a team of United stature. Fair. I mean, you look at the last sixteen matches we've won, six, or ten of them rather. So, when realistically you should be winning them all. Over okay. being totally. But what honest. happens to form goes out the window in a derby? That's exactly what I'm saying. Supporting my point. You said realistically we should be winning. You should them be all. winning them all, but form goes out the window. Oh, because okay, it's okay. a derby. All right, I thought you were trying. To, I thought it was something different. Come on, I dude. You were coming, we said it. Uh, there I was thought, just no, one no, word no, no, you no. needed in there. I thought you were coming different. All right, it's cool. Word. <laughs> um, so next we've got another derby: Rangers versus Celtic. Uh, this one's all coming from a, yeah Scottish prim. Yeah, uh, Celtic is not as good as they've been. In <laughs> I can't talk. They've. Been doing well this season. However, they've been challenged more. They're not as good as they once were. Uh, they're going through a transitional phase, but that's not going to stop them. They dominate. Yeah, I'm going for 2-1 to Celtic. 3-1 for me. Yeah. Uh, next up, we've actually got another match from the Bundesliga. We've got uh, Leverkusen versus Schalke. This is going to be a big one because these are teams that are so close in points, spiting, uh, spiting, fighting for those top spots. Um However, I do think Leverkusen are going to get it done. I'm going for a 2-0 to Leverkusen. 
I'm going for a 1-1. Uh, every time I've seen to predict against Schalke, they bite me in the butt. So, I'm just going to pick a draw here. All right, that's fair. Is that all that we got? Yep. Yeah. Um, we're definitely going to be aiming to get back to a more regular schedule. Uh, like you see now, we've got videos, so we're making strides. Just stick with us, and uh, you'll keep seeing us get better. Yeah. Now, make sure to check out our Fantasy League. Link's going to be in the description. Winner at the end of the season gets a $50 gift card. It's not too easy. Or, I'm sorry, it's not too hard. No. Because we both no. suck. No. I'm in second, he's in third, and we have Morcos, who's winning our league right now, and he looks like he's going to get the $50 gift card. So... On that note, make sure you check us out on Twitter at College Football. Yep. Instagram, it's College Football USA. And uh, again, leave a like and subscribe. My name's Jose. My name's Otis. We'll see you guys next time.